Well, good morning. Good morning. <laughs> I this is our well my second podcast recording. Um and I have a most special guest <laughs> uh, with us this morning. Uh, her name is Sarah, Sarah Jane. And I really wanted to have Sarah on because she has made a phenomenal progress in her life, in her and her kids' lives. Um, so I'm going to go and go ahead and continue <laughs> um, introducing Sarah and kind of like how we met and things like that um, and why I'm doing this recording today, this podcast. Um, so Sarah and I met, we were working at a McDonald's um, in Tauranga and um, Sarah was like my boss, kind of, like when we were on shift together and Sarah and I just we just clicked, didn't we? From the from the beginning and we could relate to each other on many levels. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um yeah, and so Sarah, I reached out to Sarah because I moved to the South Island and Sarah kind of went on maternity leave and um we linked back up again when I moved down to the South Island and um, I reached out to her and asked her if she would like to become part of, uh, what did I say? If I, I want, if you wanted me to, uh, to work with you, just work alongside with you and, and whatnot, I, I remember that day like it was yesterday. Yeah. So I asked her if she wanted to um yeah work with me and essentially what that meant was she was I would work with her around her cycle and stuff and because I knew her um her background and kind of what she was dealing with I swooped on in there trying to save the day <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um so she said yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. She said yes, guys. <laughs> um <laughs> and it was <laughs> that was over a year ago now, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I feel like a year, so much has happened, but yeah, a year ago. Yeah. Uh, and so every week we would meet up and virtually and uh, I would guide Sarah through um, helping her, supporting her to navigate the changes in her life and, and what she wanted to cultivate and bring to life. And as we're sitting here today, she is now <laughs> in the 
the south in the deep south in Invercargill, mm-hmm. aren't you? Um, and yeah, so we're gonna sort of go on this journey together and take you with us because it has been huge. Um, mm-hmm. So this is essentially <clears throat> Sarah's story, and this is what this podcast is about: is sharing, um, sharing our stories so that you know we can maybe help someone else as well. Um, so we'll be covering things like um, relationships and boundaries and having the hard conversations that need to be had in order to get to where we want to be. So without further ado, let's start with... um, where it begins. I guess a little a little bit of journaling and it when it, it took a turn for the worst was in 2019. That's when everything started to crash down and my environment definitely showed that one hundred percent. And as much as I knew what was happening, I was just so completely oblivious to it, just carried on and did the whole hustle through. Um, I was working at Macca's, I was going night. So my partner at the time, his drug addiction kicked in really, really bad. And there were nights where his come down was so bad that he was hallucinating when I would have to leave to go to work and I would choose going to work and leaving the kids in that situation which was really really hard for me um, and it, it progressed um, as you would know with that kind of addiction it was left yeah. so yeah and 2019 was that year of what? Well, yes, that was that was the year that really booted me up the ass. Um, there's just so much around that time. Um, it's really hard because a lot comes into my head. Yeah, so much. <clears throat> What's um, the one what's the one thing that was really that was really huge for you in regards to <clears throat> the lesson? A lesson. The lesson in it's after it. It's to quit putting others ahead of me. That was the biggest thing is that I was just wearing myself down to keep others happy, content, and it was exhausting, completely exhausting, you know, and we think that this is this is as good as it's going to get, you know, mm. and it's so much. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Yeah. 
we did a we did a podcast me and um jazzy did a podcast yesterday and we were, it was around self-awareness and one of the things that came up was how we think that you know in whatever situation we're in we think that that's as good as it's going to get or that's yeah. just the way the cookie crumbles as my nan says and you know and it's not until we I don't know as I know because would you say that you were asking for like some some level or some guidance from the universe um before I before I reached out to you kind of yeah not really but sort of in a way but not specific no it wasn't specific because I was so clouded Mm. if that did come on I wouldn't have seen it yeah you know I was you know what, COVID, and we had this conversation as well, COVID for me, yep, it was a, it sucked, and I know a lot of people suffered and whatnot throughout that time, but it was also a blessing in disguise, because um, I was on maternity leave anyway, but, <clears throat> you know, good old picky top sprung up quite a lot of things for me, people um, sharing their stories and whatnot, and I think that helped as well with more self-awareness on myself, but it was still not, it was still, yeah, like, it was still kind of like in that cloudy moment of, because that my environment was so fit still, mm-hmm. um, that kind of just still took over that, yeah, before you stepped in and actually, really set things up (laughs) (laughs) yeah um I feel like that's like an actual understatement eh? (laughs) um yeah but it's it's sort of not until I don't know I feel like there's a point in in our journeys where we just start we're over it and we start to ask we start to question things and even in our clouded mind we start we're like okay something's not right like I'm you know and sometimes that's enough to sort of sort of um slowly change things and I feel like you know that that in itself is a huge testament to how how things progressed for you mm-hmm. um, after we started working together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, it was just so funny because it, it was just a, that morning that you reached out to me, I had created my own affirmation and I was saying it to myself as I was driving back home that morning from dropping the kids off at school. Um, I am completely blank on that affirmation, but I was just saying it on the way home repeatedly. And then I got home 
and your message was there. <laughs> and it was like, well, damn, like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah, that was, uh, I was buzzing that whole time. And then the mm. messages that we were saying back and forth, my ears started ringing. Did you remember that? Like, yeah. It started ringing. I was like, oh my gosh, like. Yeah. 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 Those things are um, definitely things to pay attention to. <laughs> um, I I want to really get into like the meat of this conversation because it's so important and it's also swirling around in my own personal environment um <clears throat> so there was a point in in our time working one-on-one -on -one together where you said to me you said something to me but we got on this topic of moving do you want to talk a little bit about that? What do you need to bring up a little bit more? I'm, I'm having a blank moment. <laughs> so we were talking and then you. Ah, uh, yes. Or no, I, I yeah. Yeah. So why I'm did you, why did you want to? Moving was, it was such a huge calling for me um, before that conversation. It was just coming up repeatedly. And no matter where I went, it was just like South Island, South Island, South Island. And it was, <clears throat> for me, it was like the cord cutter and the release of everything that had happened in the North Island, a fresh start and trimming off all of that, releasing that and bringing in a fresh new beginning for the kids and I. And I knew that with moving, I had to ask for support. And that there was the hardest move for me in itself, was mm. asking for that help. I had to reach out to a family member in particular and making that phone call was the hardest. I was shaking. I had to actually get out of my house and pass up somewhere to talk to the family, family member. And, um, and they said that they would help me out. And mm -hmm. so it was, and it, it was just like a kick in that moment of like, okay we've we've started we've started that now and so it's like yes enough so like yeah that was um that was the beginning of releasing all of that <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 that's how I saw it within myself it wasn't it wasn't running away it was I needed that fresh new beginning for myself and the kids because keeping like 
there's no wrong move in life. The only wrong move was keeping myself stuck, wondering what if, what if, what if. And mm. I didn't want to do that anymore. It was like, you need to jump and go. And there's quite a lot of quotes on that. When it feels scary to jump, that's when you jump. And that's what I did. I did a huge jump. <laughs> it was a Phenom- massive jump. <laughs> Phenomenal. Like, yeah. Groundbreaking. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, I I really, I celebrate you a lot because, fuck, you just blow me away. But, um, you know, I, I really celebrate you for all of the, handling all the shit that was thrown at you while in the midst of that transition. Um, and I, I really want to highlight that because that's, that's what happens, you know, when, when you, when we declare that we want something Mm. and we start making these moves and we start following the, our intuition and our nudges and like following these, like over here, over here, (laughs) you know, um, so many things can come and in, come into your and onto your path. Um, and God, I've I've you know dealt with that firsthand so many times, mm. and it truly how we deal with that if we're when we face it head on and just you know not necessarily not necessarily um what's the word what's the word um ignore the emotions (laughs) that all of the the emotions that come up when something like your car needs fucking vaccine oh my god yes there was yes the person that you the person that you become to make all that stuff happen yes so that you can have a safe car to drive you and the babies you and the kids down here it's like for those of you who don't know that so if you're listening outside of New Zealand, um, we are in New Zealand, <laughs> um, but we have two islands, so the North Island and the South Island. And to get from where Sarah was living to Invercargill, it's like if she, if she did it, if she did that trip in one day, it's probably like an, a full day trip because, and I've done that before. <laughs> it's like a 16 hour drive yeah and um yeah so to, you, yeah you definitely need to have a a um legal car but yeah, <clears throat> yeah to tell us tell us about all those things that you had to overcome <laughs> in such a short amount of time <laughs> I had to step up for myself 
I was so completely reliant on others and and doing things for me. You know, like a family member was supposed to come and help me sort out my car and he didn't end up turning up and didn't make contact with me or anything like that. And I was really gutted. I was like, okay, this is shit. But at the same time, again, it was a blessing in disguise because it was like, okay, you can sit there and mope about it or what are you going to do about it? And it made me step up and get it sorted for my car. You know, and again, there was, I had to reach out to people for help for that as well. And it did suck for me having to reach out because it's like, you know, I should be able to do this all by myself. You know, mm -hmm. we have all of those thoughts coming in. I should be able to do this, yada, yada, yada. But no, I did. And that's there, it built up a lot of confidence in myself as well with just stepping up for me, getting fit sorted. And I'm so freaking proud of myself for that because, mm. you know, a lot of people will go, well, that's what you should be doing anyway. And it's just like, cover it up. You know, we're all, we're all different. We all have our own stories, our own backgrounds. And with my background, to be able to do that for myself and the kids is like, huge yeah it is it is huge you know and it doesn't actually matter well it doesn't matter what other people think for me it's like fucking yeah girl mm. get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah um, yeah that was, yeah there was a lot of things that came came at me at that time a lot of little it was kind of like the universe saying okay if this, is, if this is where you want to go, we're going to chuck all these little complications at you and let's see if you actually really want to get to that destination. That's yeah. kind of what it was like. If you really want to get to the destination, what are you going to do to get there? And yeah. so, yeah, there were a lot of little niggly things that I had to do to get there. But I got there. Mm. I did it. Yeah, you did. And I love that you're proud of yourself too for that. Yeah. So let's talk about making hard decisions <laughs> and um, making hard decisions and having hard conversations. Mm. What popped into my head straight away was the kids' father with yeah. hard conversations <laughs> and yeah, that was really hard because there were so many things popping into my head. Am I doing the right thing? Like taking the kids away from him. He was not happy about it at first and whatnot. And which, you know, I got his side of it as well. It was like, yeah, but it was something that we needed to do. And so it was really a matter of sticking to my own boundary of that and not just being like well you know what I'm just going to place him and just say you know and yada 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 so that there was it was hard and when he was in jail at the time as well so when he got out it was even harder because mm -hmm. I was was having to see him face to face and being like oh my god 
And it was really close to the time when you were leaving. Yeah, (laughs) it was. It was only like two two weeks away, I think it was, when he got out. And so it was having that hard conversation and it was, oh, yeah, it was. It was really hard. And I did have to talk to him and I was just like, you know why we're going this way. And he understood. It was actually quite, I actually created so many scenarios in my head before came out of what it was going to be like and it was all bad of course you know the mm. you know but it was really good and he he understood why we were doing this and whatnot and so it was just keeping to that and the day of moving was the worst because you know the kids were breaking down he was breaking down and so it was like oh my god okay I feel like that was like another tester in itself like mm. what are you going to do because I'm so used to bowing down and just being like okay no don't yeah. worry about it <laughs> yeah it was hard it was really hard because it, it's so much it's it's so much easier to give in right well I shouldn't say give in but it's so much easier to just because I I remember I've done this so many times as well like I've moved and then um, my ex-partner you know we like get back on track again and then I'm like and then I'm like okay I'm, I'm gonna go back and then or it's the other way around is like I'll leave and he doesn't he didn't want me to leave and and, and it's so much easier to be like oh, okay then yeah yeah but the but the regret <laughs> is way worse yeah. yeah yeah but I I wanted to because for both of us you know we were we were boundaryless you know yeah we had no boundaries didn't have a clue what yeah. boundaries were um, I remember doing a lot of personal development with um, boundaries and getting clear on what actually is a boundary and all that kind of stuff. And I just realized, oh my God, like I am a fucking doormat. Yeah. You know? Yeah, so when we started learning, when I started sort of guiding you through boundaries and stuff, and I remember several, <laughs> several occasions being on zoom with you and you like in the moment exercising a boundary straight away I had like a memory like (laughs) do you want to talk about that like we were having an online session and I was in the garage I was in my own little personal space that I had developed and I said to um my partner at the time I was like right I am having a session at the moment please stay behind that door do not interrupt me please keep the kids on that side as well I'm not asking too much it's just time for me now to have this conversation and babe was it like three or so times or something rather he came in oh I actually can't remember. Like he just came in so many times, and it was just 
it was really embarrassing and at the same time like I was like I really had to stand up and be like <laughs> mm. listen like that it was like, it was just it just meant nothing to him at all mm. and so yeah there was plenty of plenty of moments and it was actually when we just began um having our sessions as well I remember that one he came in and that was yeah. um yeah Jake as well yeah and it's like oh. <laughs> yeah 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 so about essentially you know you know I, I i wouldn't be surprised if not many people were aware of this but essentially boundaries are teaching people how to treat us yeah and if we're people that have um had no boundaries and just let people it's we don't see it as letting people walk all over us when we're in that um when we're in an environment like that mm. we just we have no idea no and it but, wasn't everywhere of being a bitch about things you know it was just that hey this is what I'm asking for it's not too much to ask for so respect it you know and it's really amazing when you start putting those in place because you actually start to see how their actions are when you start stepping up in that way and when I really developed the confidence in doing that a lot more mm. it was you know they're so reliant on us being that doormat that it was kind of like for for him at that time it was like oh you're just blah, 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 you're just blah, 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 blah. And it's like, wow, you know, that's when you really know they have absolutely no respect. Mm. And so that's when you have to respect yourself and mm. be like, eh. <laughs> get out. <laughs> yeah. And when he, um, when he ended up in jail again, one of the biggest boundaries that I had to set for myself and the children was not because he asked to be bailed at my place again. Yeah. That big boundary right there was saying no. Yeah, that, that was huge. Time. Yeah. Like there all the other times he was bailed back and it was just the same routine, that same loop happening over and over and over again. This time it was no. And so that was a huge moment for myself right there was getting that boundary. It was like a little celebration and like, look what mm. happens when you start doing this. It's not a matter of being mean. It's just respecting yourself and your environment, you know. And I could see within my environment as well just how much was actually clearing up. It's not just yourself. You start, well, yeah, it is yourself. You start taking more better care of yourself and yeah. your environment. You know, it just goes in so many ways. Mm. Yeah. 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 It's um. Yeah, it just it it reminds me of of my journey with with boundaries as well. And as I said before, you know, I had none at all, and 
I was in a relationship um, where the guy that I was was with was really strong in his um, in his boundaries, and I I learned boundaries from him um, to you know to a point, but then I had to kind of go off and do my own. Um, my own sort of investigating about my own boundaries and who I was as a person. So when I think about boundaries and and him as a person is he was really sure of who he was. So he knew who he was. And the reason that I, you know, I'm I want to say some things that are unconventional and because and I want to come at it from, you know, my, my, my story, because as you're talking about this, it reminds me of how essentially it's like we're, we're telling kids to listen, you know, mm. and I can imagine that's how he felt with me as well, and that because I had no boundaries I never knew how to respect other people's boundaries yeah. and um so you know this is going back oh this is this is going back many a, a few years now I mean like five years or so and yeah it just you end up being such a different person than when when you were when you had no boundaries <laughs> yeah. you're like a completely different person yeah 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 and why i say that it's essentially a boundaries are essentially about teaching people how to treat us it's it is cuz a lot of us are so fucking damaged and yeah. Um, we are, you know, children still in, in adults' bodies because we haven't learned, you know, how to regulate ourselves or yeah. we haven't dealt with that stuff from our childhood or yeah. th and things like that, you know. Yeah. Um, and so another thing I wanted to to mention was that you know, despite we're not talking about this to, you know, it, it's nothing, it's nothing to do with blame or anything like that. It's, you know, because I've seen the, the transformation and just, you know, it's not like I, but the transformation that I've seen in the two of you. Mm even a part that you've shared with me, you know, has been pretty, pretty big. Yeah. Yeah. And do you know what I'm actually, because of course we still communicate because of the kids and stuff and whatnot. Mm. What he's doing for himself now is freaking amazing. He's, he's got a job, he's getting his license sorted out. And so it's, it's not a complete thing of, oh, I hate you, blah, 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 you know, being all immature about it. 
it's like this cord cutter is like freaking amazing for us both and for himself as well. Look at him, he's getting himself sorted. I'm getting myself sorted. He's not completely reliant on me. I'm not reliant on him. So it's like so good for the both of us, you know, and all you can do is just with others the best of luck on their own journey as well. So yeah. Yeah. That's a really important thing in itself because at the moment I'm seeing a lot of you know, I don't know, my TikTok al algorithm is like so fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I'm just seeing a lot of what what's the word? Just baby daddy stuff, you know, and and mum's just so toxic, eh? It's yeah. really and it's yeah. amazing. I, it's, and I'm a I'm a <clears throat> I'm a um I have soaked in shit from TikTok as well. Yeah. So a lot of people soak that in. And so it's like, oh baby daddy's there, baby daddy that, blah 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 blah. And it's yeah. like you know, how about you guys bring on some more self-awareness on yourself and say, like, you know, mm. what are you going to help the situation? Because, I mean, at the end of the day, like, it's the kids that, you know, these kids, like, we don't want to pass this down to them, you know. Mm. And fortunately, um, <laughs> I've been, you know, because I, I was I was doing the best that I could with what I had, so I've I'm yeah. already passed down, yeah, you know, bits and pieces to the kids, and so now it's kind of like, well, you know what, let let's just talk to you guys. Come on, I mean, putting that stuff out is just kind of a little bit silly. So yeah, yeah, I don't want to do that. Just wish them the best on their journey and just. You know, focus on yourself. Yeah. Yeah. There's an unconventional thing also is that, you know, keeping, keeping, I'm, I'm doing air quotes for those who are listening to the podcast on audio, um, you know, keeping the children from their fathers. And I'm very passionate about this topic because, you know, there's a lot of things that need to that need to happen, including, you know, I don't care who anybody is, we've all got shit to to work through, and mm -hmm. we can't sit here thinking and you know believing that we're our shit don't stink. Yeah. And it's also it's not about if we if we feel like we have to blame the other person for why we ended up like this or whatever or why the, the we're in the situation we're in whatever that situation is for you um there's work that needs to be done there yeah and if you know, speaking from my own personal experience, I had to clean up my own my own shit. Yeah. A, a shit ton of it. 
And, yeah. you know, I've nearly lost my son to, to the system and he's had to go and live with my family for like periods of time so that I could sort my own stuff out. Um, and I, I have had a boundary in place for a while where um, my son didn't interact with his, with his father for, like he hasn't been in his life for over, for many, many years, like very on and off. Yeah. And he has things to work through still and still so do I we they're they're not the same things obviously but we don't we don't have to we don't have to facilitate this this relationship with them um because if they're going to constantly break promises and let this let their children down and speak to a mother like absolute shit then it's it's not cool at all and you know that that's something that I'm very that I'm very strong in and I and I stand very strong in that is if you can't have uh, if you can't communicate with me and if you can't um have an adult conversation with me then I'm not talking to you at all because I'm not condoning or enabling this yeah. type of behavior yeah yeah because I don't want my child to be that person yeah 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 mm. so you know there's a lot that we can take ownership for <laughs> this oh, is like yeah. there's there's so much reflecting on so much back in the day it's like yeah oh yeah you know, it is, it's so easy to point that finger and blame the other. And then you just have these, you know, it's really beautiful when that self-awareness kicks in, eh? You know, and you look back and you think, oh my gosh, okay. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but that's cool though. It's not putting yourself in that, not that guilt, you know, because I mean, pat yourself on the freaking back you're looking back at it now with a different perspective you know that's the cool thing you know yeah not playing um not paying victim just to, to your circumstances uh -huh. <laughs> um that that's a very huge huge topic that yeah, <laughs> yeah. oh i've played victim so many times oh, it is, it's, same <laughs> It's even with friends, you know, I did it with friends, you know, and oh my gosh, like the manipulative attitude that I had, holy, that, that's what it is at the end of the day, it was manipulation, 
and I was I was a freaking queen at that you know yeah and same <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know, but it, it's also it's, like I said you know it's really awesome to look back on that now and just be like okay you know and yep I have <clears throat> yes I've lost friends now but that's okay because it this is like a moment for me now this is like this fresh new beginning is me. It's focusing on me mm. or bringing others in. And yeah, I just want to be comfortable with myself first. I want to know me first. You know, it's like really... Relationship. Sorry? It's, oh, no, it's the same. It's just like a relationship as well, you know? Yeah. Don't you want to know yourself first before jumping into a relationship and not knowing yourself and yeah. then you know yeah I say that to Zayden a lot you know to my son and I'm just like oh, son <laughs> <laughs> you know know yourself first before yeah. you have any sort of you know intimate relationship and and you know we can't we can't tell them who to be friends with and who not to be. But um, yeah. if they had at least that awareness that friends are fucking overrated, <laughs> uh, then uh, you know he, he he might take that on. But um, I. Siblings, though, that's the yeah. thing. You've those siblings. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. It's really um, fucking blows my mind how the types of relationships in people we attract when we're <laughs> when we're like not our true self. Yeah, um, and how difficult it is to end connections, um, especially in an adult manner. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, how difficult that is, because yeah. you know we we don't we don't want to. I don't know. I feel I feel like we think that I don't think this anymore because. <laughs> yeah. Um. But I think, you know, I used to think that because we're friends, we have to hold on to each other for, like, life. But oh that's, that's a mentality, that's a relationship mentality as well because, I don't know, we're taught, like, this forever fucking story and it's just a load of shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Yeah. I know that like straight away what came into my head as you were as you were mentioning that just how looking back on some of my friendships just how fake it actually was mm -hmm. you know like I wasn't I wasn't myself I'm not just I'm not just putting down on the other but yeah I wasn't mm -hmm. myself so it, yeah. it is it's like a yeah staying in it to yeah, this is the life. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Looking back on it. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, there's so many lessons 
um, so much wisdom that comes from these connections because it really highlights to you in whatever relate whatever you know relationship capacity. Um, it highlights, you know, I'm thinking back to to a similar a recent situation last year where um I had a friend who you know I kind of went to her for when things were hard in my in my last relationship and that kind of set up um a it set up What's the word? A boundaries? No, not boundaries. It set up this framework. I don't even know what other word to use right now. My mind is like meh. But for the way that our relationship and connection was operating or designed. And I once I started, you know working on myself and stuff like that I started noticing like okay this is not the kind of thing that I want to set up and it was really interesting to me because you know again it's you feel guilty for sort of either distancing yourself or um, putting yourself first, yeah. especially when you know if there's like a just a, a full on cut ending. Yeah, yeah. Um, I relate to this one hundred percent. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I, I, I make no apologies because for me. Yeah. It's just really about, it's not about the other person. Yeah. It's about me. Um, just honouring my own journey and, and how I feel. And knowing that that's okay as well. Like, we don't yeah. need to... It's not the end of the world. Yeah. We, we make it out like it's a big sad sob story, but it's just that y'all has been through what you've been through in your relationship, and now it's just time to part ways. You know, yeah. it's just like your life train. Some people are going to stay on, some people are going to hop off. Mm. That's okay. Not yeah. everybody is going to last with you to your destination. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. I so get that. Yeah. Because I felt like that too with my relationships and they came to a complete yeah. Mm. I think yeah. I think what's really coming in strong is that you know it's okay to end things if it's not working for you. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah. this is essentially what this whole conversation is about. Yeah. Yeah. Like, quit trying to make it work 
you didn't have to try so hard mm. to keep something going in a relate like it's just that flow you know yes mm. <laughs> it, it's so corny but it's it's yeah. true though, you know yeah and that's and that's what it was like and that that's the connection that I love between us it's not yeah. it's not hard it's not difficult we mm. don't overcomplicate things it's just sim simplicity yeah you know simplicity yeah yeah. Hmm. Um, <clears throat> let us change the direction and talk a little bit about this thing that we were briefly talking about where, you know, we don't want to know what's wrong. <laughs> so... By that, I mean, you know, we can we can be witnessing our life and all these things are happening to us, air quotes, but really for us. Um, and we can choose whether or not we actually want to do something about it so that... <clears throat> we can get the problem solved. So let's talk about why we don't want to know what's wrong when something, when we feel like something's wrong. It's just like we want to carry on living in rainbows and butterflies and unicorns and you know, <laughs> life is and, that, and that something's gonna like magically make yeah. things go away or make things right. Yeah. But the thing is that we really like the power is like actually in our hands. Yes. And a perfect example was before moving here, um, I was applying for houses and whatnot. And I kept getting sent me an email, unsuccessful, unsuccessful, unsuccessful. And so I was just sitting there and accepting it. It was like, okay, something's wrong. All right. You know, I'll just keep going and whatnot. It just got to that point where I was like, you know what? No, I'm not going to expect that. And I pulled up a at my a particular property manager and I just said to him, I was like, hey, I just want to know why was my application unsuccessful? And he brought it all up and he was like, we're kind of a little bit iffy with people moving from the North Island to the South Island. And um, I was like, okay, well, what can I do from here to make what can I do? Because there was there was actually nothing else wrong. It was just a iffy feeling he had with me being in the North Island. And so it was just stepping up and just it was communication. That's mm. all that was for me to communicate. To like you said, it's within us to step up and do something. It was just communication. And so it was setting things in place of 
are not going to be that muck around person. I'm here. This is my. This is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Let's go from here. What can we do from here? And we chatted, and in the end of the conversation, he was like, "You know what? I actually still really think that I turned you down." He's like, "I'm so sorry for that." And I was like, "Don't be sorry. Just let let's carry on, okay?" That there, that there was like, it was hard for me because that's all I was doing at first was just accepting all these yeah. unsuccessful things. And all I had to do was just step up and communicate and find out what was, what was wrong. You know, I had created so many scenarios of what could be wrong. You know, that's what we do to ourselves. We, we overcomplicate things so much. And that's what I did. But it turned out that it was just simple communication. Yeah. And like what I love about that is that in that you actually also taught him something. That's it. And I did because he was not, he was very fearful <coughs> of it was all going to turn trusted and that in the end I wouldn't end up moving. So it was a big step for him as well. Mm. He was ass was on the line as well because if this did all fall through you know he has to keep the landlord happy they want the money flowing in weekly with rent you know so mm-hmm. yeah. it was it was huge his ass was on the line so it was like you said it was a big huge step for us both so yeah yeah A few things um, popped in for me there as well that I kind of want to touch on, and it's that that feeling of um, letting people down. Yeah. And you know, sometimes we can sometimes we kind of can take it upon ourselves to make letting people down um, something that's that's bad yeah and you know say say for instance that his his fear came true that you were gonna let that you let him down mm-hmm. and immediately what popped into my head was you know the only person that we let down is is ourselves mm-hmm. when when things like that happen and so I was just I was just picturing you having having let him down, you know, and but also in the same image, I I see you stepping up for yourself and not allowing or not accepting yourself to let yourself down. Mm. Yeah. And that right there is is the is the biggest you know the hugest thing in itself because 
when we are 100% responsible and self-reliant on ourselves. We don't accept letting other people down. And also, if there was any change in anything, we would immediately communicate that to the other party. Yeah. And this is, you know, healthy conversation, healthy mm. communication. Mm. Just being open and honest about everything that's that's happening okay. with the other person. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 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 Just yeah. Um, we're so we've talked about a lot and <clears throat> I really want to hear um you know we're what you guys are up to now and what your um what any plans are that you have like if you've seen any scene with your mind's eye you know what what you what you want to do and things like that for me from here it's it's mainly focusing on myself and the kids so it yeah that's that's the main thing that that's just popping in right now. I don't I don't want to think too far ahead. Mm. Otherwise, I'm just taking from the moment. But, yeah, um, yeah, and and you know what? When people get asked that question, I feel like we think that we have to have this huge goal to work towards. Yeah, but like. Yeah. No, <laughs> my purpose right now is me and my kids, and that's yeah. that's enough. Yeah, that's it. That's that's enough right there. I had this realization. Um, it was just yesterday. I was thinking about it. I was just like, "What am I actually wanting to do from here?" And then I had to snap myself out of it because mm. I'm going way way too here. Like, what are you going to do for work? What are you going to do for this? What are you going to do for that? It's way and Z. And it's just like, hang on a second. Look where you're at right now. This is pretty cool right now, what we're doing. We're just we're just grooving. We are exploring different places and whatnot. Mm. You know, a few ideas have popped in here and there, um, and it's mainly been health. So it's like, let's focus on the inner gut health and whatnot and do something from there. So that's kind of like one of the things there. But rather than that, it's nothing too far ahead at the moment I'm yeah. just I'm just enjoying it for now you know and like you said that's enough mm, yeah I love that I love that so much and I'm excited for you to come back into alignment with your cycle and mm, yeah and actually have that support the thing the the health thing that you want to focus on as well and and focusing on the kids because you know, 
I mean, your ties to the South Island, you have family there, which is really, really awesome. Mm. Um, and, you know, just cultivating those relationships and the beauty of of relationships when you are self-aware when you're when you're working on your inner environment it's different it's totally different yeah. <coughs> oh yeah <laughs> mm. I have I this coughing fit <laughs> <laughs> You know, part, and I know I'm going, I'm going back now, but, you know, I think this in itself is kind of like a cup of tea. You know, when we were on that ferry to the, the South Island, mm. um, it was amazing because my cycle, I was 53 days late for my cycle. Okay. The moment we hopped on that ferry, it was within 10, 15 minutes, I was hopping. Mm. And then it was the next day, I was day one of my cycle, day one of my bleed. So it was kind of like just a huge, it may, it may not have really felt like that, but it was just like my body's way of just being like, oh, that's yeah. So. Mm. Like you said, now it's like, yeah, my social awareness and whatnot. And yeah, seeing how things go from here. Yeah. yeah. So that, was, that was really cool. I, I really, yeah, that tripped me out. And I had you in my head like straight away. I was like, I can't wait to tell Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, being excited about your your period is <laughs> game changer yeah. yeah no it is I yeah. it is. Yeah. and I knew that would happen as well because there was so much tension and, and stress and, and build up from that um that I knew that once you once you um got down here mm. it would come yeah oh yeah and it's just such a because it's just it our cycle is especially in, in that season and the bleeding and menstruation which is winter um it's such a huge huge letting go and recalibration and um you know it's a lot of um that's not the word <laughs> It's a lot of metaphorical um, energy and yeah, definitely a whole other a whole other topic, but <clears throat> i'm I'm really looking forward to diving into those you know cycle stuff with other people because you know I can't just talk about this by myself <laughs> yeah um is there anything that you want to share with the audience you know if anyone's 
sort of at a crossroads in their life or anything like that, what you would suggest they do? Straight away, take this as your sign to jump. Mm. That's the thing that comes into mind. Take this as your sign to jump. If you are sitting at that crossroads wondering what the hell to do, mm. jump. That's the first thing that comes into mind. Yeah, build your wings on the way down. Yep. That's a huge, um, that's a huge, you know, metaphoric um and symbol to me as well. Because I used to think that, you know, you had to you had to already have your wings. Yeah. No, you don't. You yeah. Really don't. Um, focus on yourself and mm learn to put that energy back to yourself because yeah. it's a good thing putting it into others and draining your draining your own battery yeah yes, so, yes, yes. i just said this recently um we're so quick to charge our phones when they go down yet we're not like that with ourselves mm get so drained that we think okay this is the best that there is no there isn't yeah. love yourself for life and jump yeah and I I was that I was going to say that because I saw your um post on that um earlier but um with your <clears throat> you know yes you know this stuff is like common sense you know if, you, if the battery is low, charge it. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah. you can't use it. Um, yeah. And it, it's, it's also the same with, you know, if when we're um, <clears throat> overdoing it and overworking ourselves and then we get sick. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that can also be, you know, head stuff as well. And we're just running all these old stories and shit, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and it just, it just, makes us go downhill yeah if we find ourselves at the bottom in, in fucking bed but <clears throat> you know how much has learning about your cycle supported you because essentially this is you know we worked through the seasons of your cycle every week to support you to make these changes mm. like this wasn't just you know I don't call myself a coach because I, I I'm really particular with words um I'm I'm a support person you know mm. and I support people with their with their menstrual cycle and <clears throat> well you know for those who don't know I know that you know but um it's just really stepping into who we truly are because we're all, you know, etched in our wombs. We have our own purpose and our own inner cosmos and, and our own encoding um, for, our, for our unique blueprints. Mm. And this, and, you know, I use, I do that through the menstrual cycle. So, mm -hmm. you know, 
How has that been for you? It's really, it's really understanding with where I'm at in my cycle, you know, where, where it's time to be that social butterfly and fly out into the, fly out into the world and then when to just be within your own little mm. bubble and respect that you just need that rest and mm. yourself. you know I didn't know any of that before I knew nothing of it and so and, and it really showed it showed mm. so cycle awareness it's so beautiful and I'm so <laughs> looking forward to really digging in more now because mm. I feel settled, digging in more and then being able to pass that on to my daughter so that she's excited to, to experience that journey as well. You know, mm. that's so cool. I want her to be excited for it. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It helped me a lot. And I love it. it. Yeah, it's got me to where I am now. Wow. Like, I don't. <laughs> I don't know where. Well, I know. Yeah, mm. I know where I would have been if I hadn't. Um, yeah. You probably would have gone back to work by now. You wouldn't be in yeah. South Island. You would still be in that same environment mm. and yeah. fuck man just yeah just kudos kudos <laughs> yep honestly you you are that like you said I know you don't like to call the coach but you're just you're that beautiful guidance you're that light at the end of the at the end of the tunnel and it's that mm -hmm. beautiful shining light yeah. Thanks. And so I thank you for your guidance because <laughs> yes, it's all good to say, you know, yes, you guided me. I did the work, but you mm. helped guide me. That yeah, that's the level of um partnership that I yeah. desire in in my life with all my with all every connection yeah um, and and it's something that that we get to have yeah it's you know if you if you're gonna if you're gonna talk to me about something you know I'm I'm all ears but the moment that it is that nothing is done that's when things end yeah and I and you know and I don't I don't care who anybody is you know it's it's something that <laughs> that we get to have for ourselves yeah so thank you for yeah what's that because it's all about ourselves at the end of the day. Mm. Oh, shit, I could even go off on a tangent on that. 
um, maybe that's another one for another day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for your time this morning. Um, I wish you all the best and I can't wait to see you in like. I know. <laughs> a, a week and a bit. Yeah, it's 13 days to be exact. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> Not the only one. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, all righty. Yeah. Okay, well, oh, thank you. Love you so much. And um, yes, keep an eye out. Stay tuned for the next episode on Yoniverse, the podcast. <laughs> thank you. Bye. Bye.